You know, growing up as a young girl, I had no idea what my adulthood would look like. I swore I was never going to have children. And here I am hosting a podcast for moms. I never in a million years dreamed that I would love my role as a mother so much. After breaking up with my high school sweetheart, just after we graduated because I didn't want to get married and dive right into having babies. I wanted to go to college. I wanted to have a career. I wanted to be a woman in the world that made a difference. And then on my journey, I end up a single mom and now married with two beautiful children. And I am obsessed with my role on this earth a mother to two beautiful girls that has really solidified my place on this earth. But yet, I still desired to contribute to the community, to the world, and to our bank account. I knew that there was a greater sense of happiness within me if I was contributing to the passions that were instilled in me outside of motherhood. And I grappled with that for so many years on how to make it work. Was it even right? What do I do with the mom guilt? It was overwhelming for the longest time, trying to figure out who is going to babysit my kids. How am I going to fit in enough sleep? Wait, I can't keep my laundry done. I can't keep my house clean. I would think that I'd have it all together. And then I'd look and everything around me was falling apart while I was trying to build a business. And then I would give up on my business and I would make everything around me come back together and I really gave it my all. And then that deep, deep desire to work, to contribute my skills and my passions, the things that I believe so strongly in, it was completely missing. So I've spent the greater part of motherhood for the past seven years building businesses, working inside and outside of the home. And I finally feel like I'm in such a great place where I know what my boundaries are. I know what the balance looks like for me. I've compiled five tips that I truly think if you put them in place today, it's going to give you the foundation that you need to be able to be a successful working mom. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, If you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Welcome to episode number 10. We made it to episode number 10. How fun is this? Today, we're going to be diving into work from home moms and five tips that you can do to make that successful for you. For all of you mamas out there that really hear me right now, that are dying to hear these five tips, 
I want you to hang on until the very end of this episode because I have something really, really awesome that I'm going to need your help with. And I'm going to give you all the details at the end of this episode. So make sure that you hang in there with me because I don't want you to miss out on what I have up my sleeve. My journey into being a working mom, a work from home mom, has been long. I went to college to be a sign language interpreter, and I still am a sign language interpreter. I love it. I've been doing it for the past 15 years professionally, and I spent eight years before that studying and perfecting my skill. I've invested so much of my heart, my soul, my energy, my resources, my time, my life into my career. And when I had children and I was the only provider of income at the time, I knew that that career had been there for me all along for that very moment. I've never been so grateful for anything in my life, truly, other than the gift of having a career. It has blessed me and blessed my family in so many ways. It helped me survive being a single mom and providing everything that we could possibly want and need while it was just me and my daughter. And then my husband came along and suddenly now we have two incomes and then we have another baby and I'm able to stay home. I don't have to do my career 40 hours a week anymore. And for some of us, when we have children and we have to stay home with them, it feels like at times someone's forcing us to lose everything that we've worked so hard for and to just be, quote unquote, a mom. And as I went through that journey from cutting back hours in the career that I had worked so hard for and given all of my life to, and now looking at these two beautiful small girls and thinking, I'm going to give my life to them. And what they're going to give me in return are poopy diapers and lots of laundry and lots of tears and crying and pulling at my pant leg and so many nights without sleep and just hassle. They're going to give me hassle. And then you look at them when they look at you and you teach them a new word and I teach them new signs and they're learning language and they're learning how to use a fork and they're learning how to walk And they look at you with so much love and adoration and you realize, oh my goodness, this is why I want to work from home. This is why I don't want to be gone all the time. I want to be with my children. I believe that I have everything in me to be able to give and love my children, but I still want to work. And how am I going to do that? I don't want to drop my kids off at a sitter, but maybe I do. Getting through that, girls, was so hard. And so for you, your journey into the place where you land and you know that you're at home and you can work too is going to be different for you than it is for me. But once you get there and you're in a place where you feel like, okay, I can work from home and I have kiddos, there are some serious, serious steps that you can put into place. I have five of them for you today that are really going to help you. 
And if you're a mom out there right now and you're not quite there yet, you really want to be there, but you're not sure how to get your life in order so that you can even have time to put more on your plate, listen up to these steps because getting these five things in place is what's going to allow you to be able to work from home. So this is really an episode that can go both ways. It's either going to help you if you're already working from home or it's going to help you if you want to work from home. So today, the only thing that we're going to be focusing on are the five tips that I believe are going to help you become a successful stay-at-home mom. All right, let's just dive straight into tip number one. The number one thing, number one thing, you guys, is know your priorities. You need to know what is most meaningful in your life. What is the foundation of you becoming the woman that you were designed to be? When we begin to put work into our lives, for a lot of us, it can become all-consuming. And when we have deadlines or ideas or goals, things that we want to accomplish, and our children are demanding of our attention and our time, we begin to become resentful and frustrated, and we don't know how to manage both of them. There have been so many times where my priorities have been misaligned. When I was full-time running an event design and floral design company, I had to be away from the house, but I also had to be in the house doing the back-end operations of my business, sending emails, doing social media, setting up invoices. I had a lot of different back-end work that I needed to be doing every single week, and that overlapped with trying to maintain a house and kids It would frustrate me because other people are depending on me, adults that you can't put off. If you do, there goes the brand and the business and the income that you're trying to create. And so with our kids, we think, oh, you can wait five more minutes or, oh, here's another episode of your favorite cartoon or here, let's put on Frozen for the 100 millionth thousandth quadrillionth time. It's fine. It's not a big deal. But is that really what you want to be doing? And I know so many of you are like, well, yeah, it's not, but I have to. You don't. As long as you know what your priorities are and you wake up every day knowing exactly what it is that you believe you should be searching for, you're going to work towards those things. So I sat down and I figured out what my priorities are. You guys know that I have a workbook for you that's a free download that helps you develop your priorities and what you need to be focusing on every week. There's a link in my bio. If you click on it, it's your priorities workbook and it helps you determine where you're lacking and what you need to be doing more of in order to establish your priorities so that they're meaningful to you. This is how we live lives with purpose and gratitude and true meaning is when we sit down, take the time to look through how are we operating our lives right now and how do we ideally want to be operating them. What I came up with is that being in my Bible every single morning is a pillar for me, strengthening my knowledge and my understanding and how I'm going to navigate this world with the examples of Christ in my life and how I can become more like that was the most meaningful. That was the number one thing that I needed to keep my heart and mind focused on at all times. And from that filters in myself as a wife 
and then myself as a mom, and then as a contributor financially to our family and my gifts to the community around me. And as long as I'm focusing on everything in that order, I'm able to feel really good and not stressed out and not overwhelmed while working from home. Okay, tip number two is taking care of yourself. When we align our priorities and we start full blast in the forward direction, it's so easy for us to forget about ourselves. The reason I created the priority workbook is because I wanted other moms to be able to focus on themselves. I want you guys to see where you're lacking. I want you to know why you're not taking care of yourselves. I want you guys to be able to understand that taking care of yourself is something that you cannot negotiate. It's a non-negotiable part of your life. If you don't take care of yourself, A, your business is going to crumble. B, you're not going to be able to care for your children because you're going to be a broken down mess. And there's no possible way that you're going to be able to be a gracious and loving wife. There's just no way. It's not possible to take care of everyone else and all the things and put a job on top of it. There's no way to do it. You have to take care of yourself. Making sure that you build in time to your day, that it is an actual focal point of your day every day to take care of yourself. That looks different for everybody. Taking care of me means I spend time in the morning on a morning routine. I get up, I do a Bible study, I get my hot tea, I sit and I spend some time with myself. Taking care of ourselves means that we have good personal hygiene. I know, I can't. information swirling around in the world right now about how women are forgetting about personal hygiene. I blame I blame the invention of dry shampoo. I do. Like that thing will keep you out of the shower for weeks. Let's just a week. Like for real. I probably use more dry shampoo than I should. Like I do. But I'm learning that personal hygiene, friends, is something that all moms just put on the back burner. It's like a running joke. When's the last time you showered? My hair's been in a messy, messy bun for four days. And you know what? Mm, today I'm going to wear a hat. Hats are cool. But if you could just make your personal hygiene the only thing that you do to take care of yourself, it's going to change your life. I grew up camping. Well, and I still go camping. I actually grew up hunting with my father. And if you guys have ever gone on like a long camping or hunting trip and you've been out in the wilderness for more than three days, four, five, six, seven days, and you come home and you take a shower, It's got to be the most blissful feeling in the whole world. And no one told me that when you have children, it's the exact same feeling. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, that was the most incredible sensation I've felt from a shower in a long time. And then I'm like, wait, no, (laughs) 
We just did this a week ago. What is the matter? Hey, guys, I have a goal to actually wash my hair three times a week. I'm doing it. I build in a bath multiple, like almost every night, if not every other night. And so sure, I'm, I have good hygiene, but you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about how we just put off doing our hair. We put off washing our face. We put off taking the time to do the things that we need to do to truly take care of ourselves because it takes a long time, especially when you have long hair like me and lots of it. And then for all of you women out there that have to actually like blow out your hair because it's curly or what that even looks like. I don't have that issue. I can just like blow dry my hair and it's amazing. I know. Bless me. (laughs) It's like I look at all these other women. I'm like, wow, it's no wonder you never wash your hair. What's my excuse? But guys, seriously, take care of yourself. This doesn't have to be a huge undertaking. It can just be, hey, I'm putting on my calendar, on every calendar, on sticky notes. I'm taking a shower. I'm washing my hair three times a week, right? Or if you're the mom right now that's not even getting that in because you have newborns, you have very small children, and you are literally being called on all hours of the day. First of all, it's a season. It gets better. That does get better. But if that's you right now, and all you can do is take a shower once a week, and you're not washing your hair, that's okay. Get a shower cap, like old school, run to Walmart. Amazon has really awesome ones. Put a shower cap on if you don't want to wash your hair because that takes too much time and get your booty in the shower anyway. Five minutes, you guys, or in the bathtub, 10 minutes in the bathtub. Whatever you have to do to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, even if you're rocking personal hygiene and you're one of those moms, it's like, I take a shower every single morning and I wash my face every single night awesome. Maybe that is all you need. Or maybe you need to take care of yourself a little bit more. You guys need to know that taking care of yourself is absolutely something that you're going to have to focus on if you want to be successful at working from home. All right, let's move on to tip number three. Have a plan. Have a plan. Have systems. You're listening to this podcast because you want systems. I know you do. And the only way that you're going to have systems in your life is if you have a plan. So in order to have a plan, you're probably going to want to have a planner. Did you guys know that I hosted a planner party? I got together on Zoom with several other women. I was really surprised. I think we had like about eight or nine of us on the call And there were so many of you guys that signed up. And I hope if you signed up and you didn't get an opportunity to show up that you've watched the replay. If you click the link in my bio, there is a planner party replay. And for those of you that didn't know that I actually hosted a planner party, the replay is open to you too. You just click on it and you can listen to it just like a podcast or you can watch it. There is some good visual information in the video And my planner party talks all about how you can utilize a planner, a paper planner. And for some of you, if you don't want to use a paper planner, that's okay. You still need to have a plan. You can use a Google spreadsheet. You can use a journal to write your plan down in. You can 
put your plan for your day in a Google calendar. You can have electronic forms of all of these paper things that I do in my life and that I recommend for you. The important part is just that you have a plan. Every single day, I have a plan for myself. Hop on over to Instagram with me this week and you'll see the plans that I have in place. I show my paper planner every single week so that you guys get an idea of what it looks like to be a working mom. And just so you guys know, I do work from home, but I also work outside of the house too. Like I mentioned earlier in this episode, I'm an interpreter. And because interpreting was my career for 15 years and it really carried me through one of, not one of, the hardest time of my entire life, I feel like I could never, ever completely cut my heart off from the community of interpreting and and the career of interpreting. I love it with all of my heart. And it's something that I do because I love it so much. And I build that into my week as well. As this podcast grows and this business working from home grows, I I do believe I'll be able to pour my heart and soul into this more than I have into interpreting over the years. But it's something that I want you guys to know you you can make this look however you want as long as you have a plan. If you're multi-passionate like me, you abs- maybe you're the mom that absolutely loves working out or you love long distance running and you want to be a long distance runner and a stay-at-home mom and you want to work from home. That's fine. Maybe you're the mom that is multi-passionate and the work from home that you want to do has nothing to do with making money. It's just this passion project that you have. That's fine. You can totally do that. You can be the mom that volunteers in your kiddo's classroom and maintains the house and maintains everything for your passion project, whatever that might look like. Maybe you want to start an Etsy store. Maybe you want to explore the music that you used to do when you were young and in school and you totally dropped. Like me, I played my violin from third grade all the way into college and my daughter's starting to play now. And although it's not something I feel like I want to put on my plate, there might be some of you that are like, man, I used to play the piano or man, I used to play the flute or there's an instrument that's just sitting in my closet collecting dust and I'd love to start doing that again. Treat that as your work from home. It's these it's these endeavors that we feel called to do, but we don't know how to Put them into our lives. And if you have a plan, you can totally do it. It's the mindless, aimless wandering around every day that ends up killing us because we we have those thoughts and those feelings in the back of our mind of what we want to be doing. But until you get it put down on paper, nothing's ever going to come of it. Some of you are going to get really overwhelmed by the planning portion of it because you don't even know where to begin. And don't. Just start now. Start with this week. Make a plan for this week. The plan that you put in place to be able to be a successful work from home mom does not have to be perfect. It does not have to be long term. Your plan does not have to be so drawn out that you know exactly what you're doing today that's going to lead you to next week, to next month, to next year, and three years from now. 
That's not the point. The point is that this week you have a plan. How do you know what you're going to do this week? You do a brain dump. I have a whole entire episode on how to do a brain dump. Everything that's swirling around in your brain, those thoughts and those ideas are coming from your heart. They're in there for a reason. Write them down. Write them down and start focusing on the most important things. When you do a brain dump, which I'm not going to go into how to do that because I have a whole episode on that, go over and listen to that and it will help you with putting your plan in place. All I can say is that if you don't plan, how does my husband say it? This is this is the thing that my husband said when we were dating and I was like, oh my gosh, we are getting married. We're getting married. Like right now. Fail to plan, plan to fail. If you fail to have a plan, then you're planning on failing. So get a plan, girls, and you will be successful. Tip number four, establish boundaries. Yes, the word boundaries, they're hard. They're hard for us, especially if you're a two like me and you want to help everyone You want to help the whole entire world. You don't want to see people struggle. You know that you can help and you want to. And everyone in your life knows that you can help and they want you to help them. Yeah, you got to have boundaries. You got to have boundaries with your husband, with your children. You have to have boundaries with your children. You have to have boundaries with your family members. And some of us, There are people in our lives that are drawing upon us in extremely unhealthy ways. Those boundaries need to be the first boundaries that you put in place. And sometimes that's our children. Sometimes that's our spouses. Sometimes that's our best friends. Sometimes that's our parents. Wherever it is that you're interacting with people, you need to look at your relationships and you need to put boundaries in place where you know they need to be. We all know when people are not treating us with mutual respect and understanding. Those boundaries need to be set up. Without establishing boundaries, there is no way that you are going to be able to be successful working and being a stay-at-home mom. It's not possible. You have to have boundaries. You will get walked all over. You will give up your time to be successful at business, to be successful at your passion, for other people if you do not establish boundaries in your life. Having boundaries is not selfish, mama. It's not selfish. You are allowed to create lines in the sand where you say, no, I'm not doing that for you this week. And you can look at your plan and your calendar and you can let them know when you can be there for them. There are so many people functioning in this world that have extremely harsh and strict boundaries, and some of them draw them too thick and too wide and too far, and they put them between themselves and everyone else. And let's talk about those of you that have boundaries in place that are just that, that are too thick and too wide and too far because you want to keep people out. That too is a boundary that you need to work on. The only way that you're going to be successful in working from home and having something that you're multi-passionate about is if your boundaries are established to be able to support healthy relationships in your life. When you have boundaries in your life, at first establishing them, it's super uncomfortable. 
you feel like you're doing something wrong. You feel like you're being rude and mean. You feel like, oh my gosh, if I tell my husband that I can't do the dishes today, can he please do them for me? He's going to be mad at me or he's going to think that I'm slacking on my stay-at-home mom roles or all these ideas start coming through our mind. But that's just not the case. Having open lines of communication with the people that are in our family, like our children and our spouses, they understand. They see our passions. And whenever we get serious about what we're putting our heart and minds to, and we're focused on our priorities, and we're taking care of ourselves, and we have a plan, they're going to see it. They're going to respect your boundaries. Once you put them in place, and you work through those fears and the guilt, once you get over that hurdle, it is smooth sailing from there. It gets so much easier. You just have to take the first step to putting your boundaries in place. Some of the other boundaries that you're going to have to put into place are with the things that divide and distract you from your plan. That can look like social media. That can look like Netflix. That can look like hanging out with friends. That can look like texting friends. There's a lot of things that we do during our day that you're going to have to put a boundary between you and that thing in order to create the time and space that you need to be able to work from home. The reality of wanting to raise children and put your heart and soul into something that you're passionate about, either to make money or to be able to give your gifts to your community and to the people around you, is some other things are going to have to come off of your plate. I no longer watch Netflix. I don't watch my favorite shows on Hulu. Every once in a while for a date, my husband and I choose to stay in and we watch a Netflix movie together, but that's intentional. I'm not just sitting at the end of the day saying, oh, I'm exhausted from watching my children all day and being a mom and it was just so hard and so now I need to sit and I need to watch Netflix until I fall asleep. I don't do that anymore. I am obsessed with a show on NBC called Making It and one of the contestants actually um, lives in my town and runs a, used to run a store in my town and she just had an entire run on that show. And I think about it every day. Like I'm obsessed and I would love to go watch it, but I just know like it's not what I'm passionate about. It doesn't serve what I want to do. And I have to put a very big boundary between me and Hulu because it divides my attention and it derails me from my plan. So what I'm trying to say is you need to sit down and you need to look at the things that you're wanting to do. You need to look at what needs to be in your day and you have to draw boundaries between you and the thing and the people that are keeping you from accomplishing that. My last tip, it's the one that we all love so much. It's the one I have to tell myself every day and it's accepting that perfection is not progress. We get paralyzed by this idea that we don't know how to move forward because It's not perfect. It's not exactly what I know it needs to be, but it's never going to be. And in this journey of podcasting and creating a website for the podcast and a blog, learning how to monetize my passions, it's been really tough for me to just start before I'm ready. It's hard. But what I'm coming to find is that the greatest improvements come from me starting before it's perfect. 
I'm a one on the Enneagram, which means that I like things to be extremely detailed and thought out and methodical and in air quotes, perfect for whatever that word means before I do something and while I do something and after I do it, I think about it and how did it go and how can I make it better? And that has held me back from a lot of momentum in my life and I am choosing to just ignore it. I have to work through that because all of us have these personality traits that are the darker side of the better part of us. And that is the darker side to being so consumed by wanting things to be ideal before we move forward is it actually keeps us from making progress. I know that we all want to make progress and you want to be able to move forward with either getting into working from home or becoming better at working from home, growing the business that you started or making more money in the MLM that you have been invested in for so long. Whatever it is that you are doing from home, you want to be better at it. And you really just have to know that you have to be gracious with yourself and you just have to move forward. You're going to make mistakes and hopefully those mistakes are something that you choose to learn from instead of letting it knock you down and derail you. And as soon as you get back up, you're going to be so thrilled to find the answers that you sat and tried to look for for weeks and months and weeks and months on end. If you just get up and do the darn thing, you're going to find your answer way quicker than if you would have sat and tried to figure it out in your head. You just have to move through the actions. You have to put one foot in front of the other and start working on it. That's the only way to make true progress. Just sitting in your room in the quiet hours of the day and trying to write out every single thing that you could think of and create this plan Maybe you do that. I've done it before. And then I get going because I've made myself feel confident. And I realize this plan is ridiculous. I thought too far forward. It's just not possible to foresee the future and how things are going to go. Just like with this podcast, like I wanted it to be so ideal when I started it because that's the nature of me. And it's been awesome. It's been great. But I'm already finding that things are shifting, things are changing. The women that I'm talking to and what I'm talking to them about, those things are, they're flowing back and forth. It's this fluid, gradual progression that we're all going to experience. So please, this last tip, really think about it and know that in order for you to make progress, you can't sit on things until you've manufactured them in such a way to where they're perfect because it's just not going to roll out that way. You know, I have a good friend that is a three on the Enneagram and for years until the Enneagram came into my life, I didn't understand her. I was like, how is it possible that you like have an idea and now you're just doing it? I don't, did you even think about that? (laughs) Did you, wait, did you even think about that? Did you think about it for weeks? Do you have, well, let me see. Is it on paper? Where are all your ideas? You don't have that? Are you nuts? Are you crazy? Like, she's so good at just, like, doing the thing. And I'm like, 
sitting over here cringing inside and want to curl up in a ball because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is not going to work. And it doesn't work. And she's like, cool. Now I know what not to do. Like, wow, that is a beautiful gift. And I need to learn how to do that. So tip number five comes to you guys from a lot of failed experience on perfectionism. So don't think that I have this nailed down because I don't because it's hard. It's definitely hard, especially if you're one and, and details are important to you. It's really hard, but it is definitely a tip that made it into my top five. All right, here we are. I got through all five of my tips. Number one was know your priorities. Two, take care of yourself. Three, have a plan. Four, establish boundaries. And five, accept that perfection is not progress. At the beginning of the show, I told you guys that there is something so exciting that I need your help with. And here it is. If you feel very called to this episode, and this is something that you want to be doing in your life, if you are a mama that is not only passionate about being a mom, but you're also passionate about something else, either you want it to make you money or you want to really soar at this one other thing that you're doing. It's a passion for you and you are hung up. You don't know how to get there. I need to hear from you. I am starting motherhood productivity sessions for multi-passionate moms and I am looking for three women. I can only have three women at this time to hop over to my DMs and send me a message. I want you to tell me that you are interested in a motherhood productivity session for free, you guys. I need something very, very, very important from three women in exchange for me sitting down with you for an hour to go over in detail how you can get from where you are now into the productive space so that you can be passionate about being a stay-at-home mom and working on a special project or a job or a business, whatever it is that you really have on your heart that you want to accomplish, I need to hear from you. I have one mama that I'm going to be working with this week and I'm super excited about on this very thing. And I need three or four more of you, depending on how excited you are when you come over to my DMs. I want to work with you and I want to hear from you. So come over to my DMs, shoot me a message that says, I am interested in a motherhood productivity session and let's talk about this. I cannot wait to hear from you guys. And I really hope that these five tips helped you this week. I'm looking forward to all the interaction and fun and chit chats and just laughter that we're going to have on Instagram this week. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, Then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other? and ourselves. I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.